Hi everyone, George Canyon here. Thanks so much for joining us for Life as a Diabetic, the highs and the lows. We've got a great podcast for you today. Um, very excited about this. As everyone knows, I use a Dexcom CGM, uh, a G6. We have uh, the Chief Technical Officer for Dexcom um, Corporation, the entire corporation down in the United States. And uh, I'm going to put on my reading glasses here to make sure I <laughs> get all this squared away. His name is Jake Leach. He's the Chief Technology Officer at Dexcom. He's responsible for the leadership of scientific research, engineering, product development, and project management. Jake oversees the development of next-generation products and leads a large organization of amazing people. His teams are responsible for delivering best-in-class glucose monitoring technology paired with an exceptional user experience. And he was with uh, Joined Dexcom back in 2004 of March to lead development of sensor electronics, which were part of the very first-generation Dexcom system. And he has a whole list of accolades as well, but I'm not going to get into all those. Um, we are so excited to have him on the podcast today. We want to get right after it. So, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jake Leach. All right. We got him on the phone. We had some technical difficulties, but now it's working. And uh, just want to see, uh, Jake, what your uh, one of the biggest reasons I guess I'm getting to do this is, of course, we're going to talk about R&D and things like that and Dexcom and how much I love Dexcom. But how long have you been with Dexcom now? Uh, hey, George, I've, I've been with Dexcom for 16 years. Uh, I started in 2004 when it was a little startup company with just about 30 uh, scientists and engineers and, and a dream. Wow. And um, what? why did you want to get into that type of work? Now, I've already talked about your, your background and you are an engineer, but um, what drew you to... Uh, to Dexcom, to that, that sort of work? So I was, uh, um, ever since I, I graduated from college, I've been working in the diabetes industry. So um, before Dexcom, I was working for Minimed and we were making uh, insulin pumps. Mm -hmm. And so I got a, a deep appreciation of, of diabetes and, and the treatment and um, you know, kinds of the struggles that diabetes causes. And so when I got the opportunity to go to a company that had this dream of making a, a glucose sensor that didn't need to be calibrated, that you could use uh, to make therapy decisions to choose how much insulin to take. Um, that was, uh, couldn't pass it up. So I uh, jumped to, to be part of a technology team that was trying to do something that no one else had ever done. Man, that's, um, well, thank you so much for your passion. As I've said a million times over, the passion that, uh, that Dexcom has, their employees have is incredible. And uh, that's right from the executive all the way down. Everybody has to work for a living, but um, you're going to work with a with a passion that that I just want to say thank you for because uh, my G6 has saved my butt many times. <laughs> we won't get into those stories. All right, I've got a list uh, here. I don't know. If I showed you. I think I showed you. <laughs> this Fire came from away. this came from Sandy. So you know, I put on my smart glasses and uh, and start going through all these things. Um, since you started with Dexcom. What uh, what have you seen as um, one of the major milestones uh, that you've been able to uh, uh, accomplish? You know, it's a great question, George. When when I joined Dexcom, when I first started, our our goal was to develop a, an accurate glucose sensor. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, one of the dreams we had was that we could be accurate without having to calibrate the sensors. And at the time, uh, any of those systems, Medtronic had a system. It had to be calibrated multiple times a day. Um, and as we started developing our technology, 
we had to, um, to in order to make it accurate, we moved to, to calibrations. But our dream was always to get to a point where um, we could get a system that didn't need those calibrations. And really with G6, we, we achieved both a system that was reliable for uh, patients to use and rely on and depend on, um, but also didn't need those calibrations. And so that was one of the big milestones uh, in glucose sensing uh, for us. And the, the interesting thing is when I joined Dexcom, that was, I thought once we got there, we'd be done. You know, when we're gonna get a sensor, you don't have to calibrate it, it's gonna be accurate. And then we're completely done and I'll go find another, you know, something else to work on. Yeah. But the excitement now around taking that type of technology and, and helping um, even, even outside of uh, insulin dependent diabetes, uh, type two, mm -hmm. um, health and wellness, uh, exercise, there's just so much this technology can do while still also uh, developing it uh, for those who rely on it so deeply today. Uh, I haven't been, I've never been more excited and I've been to this company for 16 years. I guarantee you my hair was a different color when I joined. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Mine's, <laughs> mine's going that way too. Obviously the beard is uh, showing the, the age. Um, I know uh, Sandy was referring to as uh, interoperability, um, where you're where you're taking the Dexcom device and and getting it to talk with pumps and uh, and pens. Maybe you could speak to that for for a little bit here. Sure. So it's a, it's one of the fundamental um, beliefs of our um, uh, design team is that we want to make glucose information available uh, when and where uh, our customers want it. Mm -hmm. And one of the big asks we had for a long time, as soon as the smartphone came around was, can't you just integrate your signals with a smartphone so I don't have to um, carry around a separate receiver if I don't want to? Um, mm -hmm. Same thing with the pumps, right? Integrate with the pumps and you know drive um, closed loop mm -hmm. uh, automated insulin delivery algorithms. And so we've always designed our systems so that they're compatible with these different technologies. And the, the big thing for us was when Bluetooth low energy came out, that's a technology that could support our product at the we need something that's very low power, so we have small batteries in the device, and so the wearable on your body is small. Mm -hmm. So that Bluetooth low energy that Apple was the first to adopt it, and uh, since then everybody's adopted it, including our insulin pump partners like Tandem and Insulet. So now everybody's operating on this uh, secure low energy Bluetooth technology that is the fundamental technology that enabled us to, to do the integrations, and now we're just continuing to do more and more. Um, and supporting as many phones and operating systems as possible. Which is fantastic. I know one of the biggest things for me is the share, the ability to share my glucose with, um, I think it's five, correct me if I'm wrong, five people in my group. And um, I know for parents, I've talked to hundreds of parents and they, of course, they immediately go into panic mode. They, their daughter or their son was just diagnosed. Um, I wish my mom and dad had this when I was diagnosed at 14 because they wouldn't have worried so much and then put that pressure on me <laughs> with worry, you know, because as a parent, you worry about your kids. That share, um, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, is, what's it exactly called? I just call it the share. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's the share share feature and then you the have share your feature, follow, yeah. Yeah, follow up and the followers. And, um, you know, it. Uh, it came about because of the power when we, we moved to the glucose uh, readings on a, on a cell phone, mm -hmm. the connectivity to the phone uh, is a great example of how you can utilize that phone to, to share data. Um, and it really came about as we were doing some work, we got some requests from um, uh, diabetes camps. So kids that go to diabetes camp uh, when they're younger to learn, learn more about diabetes and, and those other kids around them that have it. Um, they uh, started requesting that we build a remote monitoring system so they could monitor all these campers in their cabins at night while they're sleeping because the parents are, are not there and they've got these camp counselors and 
some doctors that are responsible for you know 50 kids at all of type one and so they were really concerned about uh, at night because they're your know, kids at camp they're having a blast um they're probably not eating exactly what uh, they normally would eat at home so yeah. they uh they said hey build us a remote monitoring system we started uh, with some assistance some academic groups and once we built it we said hey this could be a really good product and it was right around the time that the FDA was coming around to the thought that it'd be okay to connect uh, glucose sensors with um, mobile phones. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the first uh, integration we've ever done on a uh, mobile phone was basically putting the share data onto that phone so it could be then uploaded to the secure cloud and shared with all the, the followers, the parents, and the, the caregivers. Mm -hmm. It's it's a life-saving um, part of the Dexcom for me big time, uh, especially when I'm on the road. And I get to um, share it with, with my tour manager and my drummer and my guitar player and uh, our assistant, you know, and, and they basically get to see where my sugars are at all time. Sometimes it's awesome, and other times it's, I'm like, leave me alone, you guys. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm still here. I'm still standing. But, it, it, you know, at the end of the day, um, even for me, it, it is a godsend, um, but especially for the moms and dads. And uh, as well at, at night, too, um, uh, I received a phone call from my assistant at three in the morning uh, because I had an urgent low. I was already treating the urgent low, but she phoned and she's like, my phone's going off. Are you OK? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing great. But to be able to share your control, I've never really been able to do that. So to be able to share your control with somebody is uh, it's pretty cool. You know, now yeah. uh, age old question. I'm sure you get it all the time because uh <laughs> because of your position what is coming down the pipe with r&d because i am a i think my wife calls me a turbo nerd i'm a techno geek i love technology um without my my dexcom and my insulin pump i'd be lost nowadays as a type 1 diabetic so what's uh what can you tell us without letting the cat out of the bag sure so we got we got lots of stuff in the pipeline um, i'm a techno geek as well I, I love technology and i love applying technology mm -hmm. uh to um helping uh, people with diabetes it's it's a really uh, fortunate place for us to be as a, as a company as a research, research team um so for the largest program we have running right now is a, it's called our g7 so it's the next uh, platform change after g6 mm -hmm. and uh, our real fundamental approach there was uh, the design principles were let's take all of the goodness of g6 the the factor calibration the accuracy the um, automatic insertion device, uh, the share features, all the alerts and alarms, take all that and put it in a much smaller package on the body that's even easier to use than our current uh, G6 product. And so one of the things we've done is the wearable that's on the body that's a combined all-in-one sensor and transmitter. So there's no longer a separate transmitter and sensor. When you deploy a sensor on the body, it's actually an all-in-one device. So there's no wow. snapping transmitter in. Um, and so that device is just slightly larger than a nickel. Uh, so it really is a, a, diff a much different experience. Uh, G6 is good, but G7 is uh, even that much that's, smaller. That's exciting for me because I love my G6. Yeah, the the um, oh, I call it the applicator. You called it something different there, but that is a little bit bigger, of course. Um, but there's reasons for that, as we spoke um, about already yesterday when we had our technical difficulties. Um, maybe you could speak to that for a second. Why why that's a bigger uh, bigger unit? Sure, sure. So with G6, one of our goals was to make the sensor easier to apply. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, the idea there is let's make an automatic insertion device that does the exact same thing that the, all of our previous generation applicators did, which is 
quickly deploy a sensor under the skin with a needle and then remove the needle, leaving just the sensor behind. Um, but do that in an automated spring-loaded fashion. Yeah. And so as we started approaching that design, we said, let's try and make it as small as possible. And so we started working on it. And actually what we found was the engineering challenges of making that same mechanism function, uh, putting the needle under, pulling it out, um, that required a larger device than what we initially planned, mm -hmm. but we needed to make it that size to be able to fit all the technology in there that's required to get that sensor in the exact right place uh, at the exact right speed under the skin. Yeah. And an uh, interesting fact is that the G6 and the G5 needles are exactly the same size and exactly the same length. But because the G6 is deployed so quickly, 15 milliseconds and the, the sensor's in it, the needle's in, needle's out. So that speed is what um, uh, contributes to the fact that you don't feel the G6 when you do, do the automatic deployment. Haven't felt one yet. I've put a lot of them in. And I haven't <laughs> felt one. I can tell you what I did feel for 36 years. This hand was the only hand. I've never, ever um, used a lancet on this hand because of being a guitar player. Because the string grease gets in there. But this is the only hand I've ever tested on. I would test 14 times a day when, I was on, when I'm on tour. And I haven't tested in months. My G6 does everything. And, and on top of it, I don't feel it when it goes in. Um, and kudos for you guys doing that because <clears throat> one of the things, excuse me, that I, I speak to parents about and I speak to type 1 diabetic kids about is the fact that they need to take control of their diabetes as soon as possible. Um, because when they do, they start developing a responsibility and there's a certain level of pride that look, look, mom and dad, look what I'm doing. I'm taking care of myself. Um, and being able to put that, uh, that applicator on by themselves, you know, and just be able to press that orange button and in it goes and they lift it off. And that's, um, that's kudos to Dexcom. You're thinking miles ahead for sure. You're not just thinking about, uh, uh what's happening today. You're thinking about the, the psychological side of the disease as well. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, um, uh, it's a really important point. That's actually our, our company mission statement is empowering people to take control of diabetes. And there's a huge part of it is empowering people to take control of their own diabetes um, and empowering the parents. And, and so that's uh, written all over our walls, all over our R&D center. Um, it's a, you can't forget it if you work at Dexcom. How uh, how long before the G7, before I get to see the G7? Because I know there's <laughs> lots of listeners right now and viewers are going, well, how long, how long? Yeah, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's coming up soon. Our, um, our development cycles on our technology, if you look at G5, you look at G6, now you look at G7, it's about five to six years from the concept when we say this is what we want to do and then to the time it actually becomes a product. Um, about two-thirds of that is us actually developing it, the engineering, the science, the the manufacturing uh, procedures. Then about a third of it is doing all of the testing and validation we need to get it approved in the different countries, get approved in Canada, get approved in the US uh, and outside of um, uh, North America. And so those um, tests are just about to start. So we're we're about to, two thirds of the way through with it. And so we've got our, uh, our big validation studies coming up. Uh, current situation with COVID has caused us some trouble. We can't yeah. go out to the clinical trials for a little bit here, which we had planned to do this summer. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're looking, hopefully by the end of the summer, we can get into those, those large studies to validate the device. And then uh, it'll, be, it'll be out before you know it. And I don't have the patience to do that kind of work to say, <laughs> yep, let's do this. It's gonna take five years. <laughs> I'd mean, be, be pulling out my hair. Well, thanks so much, uh, Jake. This has been um, just incredible to, to get to talk to you and uh, and hear that side of it. You know, um, as a type 1 diabetic um, and, and many type 1 diabetics like myself, we say thank you. 
a hundred million times over. I, I, I probably thank Dexcom three or four times a day, which is bizarre for me to say, being a diabetic for 36 years, but it really does make that kind of a difference. And uh, it's important that um, that all the, all the employees at Dexcom know the difference this does make. Um, I've heard from a few employees and and you know they they they're so passionate about their work because they they know it makes a difference but they don't get to hear it so please pass along a sincere thank you to all of the employees at Dexcom and um and here's to the G7 man I can't wait that's going to be <laughs> a nickel hey yeah oh, absolutely wow well, it, was a, it was a it was a pleasure to be here uh, and if you're ever in San Diego uh, come visit us. I can show you around our, our R&D center and our factory. I would love to come back down. It is something every type 1 diabetic should get to witness is exactly uh, what goes on there at Dexcom and the hard work. And uh, let's stay in touch. I look forward to maybe chatting with you after the world gets through COVID and uh, seeing how the trials are going. Sounds great. Thanks, George. Take care. God bless. See you. Well, a big thanks to our buddy, Mr. Jake Leach, the Chief Technology Officer for Dexcom. And uh, that was down in San Diego, and we really appreciate him taking the time. We had uh, some technical glitches um, on on an earlier interview and ended up having to redo it, which um, I felt so bad. But, uh, well, we're all in this COVID thing together, and technology's just trying to catch up. Thank God Dexcom's technology is rocking. Cannot wait for the G7. And um, if you're a type 1 diabetic, even, well, like Jake said, you're a type 2 diabetic, please check out Dexcom. My G6, you wouldn't be able to pay me enough money for me to give you my G6. That's how, and I'm not making this up and I'm not blowing sunshine up anybody's rear end. This is how vital this tool is for my control. Without my G6, I'd be lost. I, I, I'd go back, I'd survive as we, we all do. And you, you know, I'd be disciplined to test my sugar 14 times a day, a day again. But that freedom... That, that freedom mentally wouldn't wouldn't exist. And it's so vital. I've said it before, and, and I'll continue to, to be a broken record. Um, 80 to 90% of my control is in my mind. It's psychological. I need to feel good to feel good, if that makes sense. And uh, Dexcom, they, they're a huge part of my control. So if you're a type one or type two, or if you're a, a mom and dad of a, of a type one child, go check out Dexcom. Um, go to Dexcom, uh, their website, uh, Dexcom Canada, Dexcom United States, wherever you're at in the world. Oh, sorry. Wherever you're at in the world, um, check them out. It is a game changing tool that, uh, that you will be forever grateful for a hundred percent. Anyway, I'm George Canyon. God bless you all. Thanks so much for coming to Life as a Diabetic, the highs and the lows podcast. We will see y'all next week. 